motherfucker that only sleeps too It doesn't matter just what I do The more you want something, the farther away it gets And I'm spending all my time thinking about this And now I'm writing it down Cause I'm hoping it'll stick Welcome to They Them Theirs, a show that comes out 12 times a year. My name is Rain. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. My name is Joe. My pronouns are he and they. And I'm not on this podcast 12 times a year. <laughs> You're not on this podcast. I'm on. But. I, but. <laughs> late, lately, you've been invoking my presence. So I have, I have appeared on the podcast sort of as a spirit, you... a specter, a ghost of Joe. <laughs> Haunting the halls the, of you're gender. The you're the phantom of the podcast. Yeah. You're just down there in the in the sewers, editing it, and shouting opinions on old through the mm-hmm. vents. Well, that's all I've ever been asked about, so. I it just, I really needed to know. It's a great movie. <laughs> Fantastic film. Among, really... among the best I've seen this year. I still haven't seen it, because I'm just, I don't know, I guess mad conceptually at it. But I also spoiled it for myself immediately. That's on you. I'm not responsible for that. No, I, I, I'm a, a nasty little spoiler monster, and I love reading the wikis. What what Andrew cannot do, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do to myself. Fair. I I mean I would I largely would say that like. If a movie is only good, if it shocks you, it probably isn't actually that good. Like if you go in, like if I go into a movie and I, if I know what it is going to do. Also, it's pro- probably going to happen anyway, because movies foreshadow, like stories foreshadow and largely tell you what they're about up front. If the only thing it has is shock value, it's probably just not very good. I've seen old twice and I loved it both times. I'm happy for you. I don't know. A lot of people don't. So... I'm I'm all in on on like M Night's sensibilities. I I gave a whole twenty minute seminar on this like when you asked me to on the podcast, <laughs> and it was really good, and I enjoyed it thoroughly, and I'm very glad you did. Thank you. I, I'm glad you, you liked ha- it. You 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 have M Night opinions unlike anyone else I know, and that's why I'm constantly coming up to your cave and calling down. What if there was a beach that made you old? into it and i'm rattling the bars of the cage and i'm like it's actually the rocks the rocks make them old it's not the beach but the rocks get crushed by the waves and become the beach Mm -hmm, sure erosion whatever (laughs) so erosion is the true yeah the true beast the true villain of this film yeah so it probably was like the first movie i saw this year where i was like fuck yeah good movies might come out this year (laughs) At least that I can remember. There might have been other good movies out before uh, July. I feel like I've watched more movies in the past two weeks than I have all year, but that's just because we rewatched uh, Lord of the Rings Extended Edition and yes, then that's also like The Hobbit. 13 hours. Well, okay, that's yes. like 24 hours. <laughs> I've still never seen The Hobbits. I've And like uh, whenever I bring that up to people... I'm like, yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. I've never sat down and watched The Hobbits. Most people tell me that's fine. Um, it's not. Do you like those movies? I've large. I've just heard they're bad. Okay. So, yes. Um. Yes. According to many people, including those uh, I I live with and hold and love most dear, mm. uh, they are mm-hmm. bad b- bad movies. They're bad and not good. There's definitely some problems, but this is. 
one of the only, if not the only movie, The Hobbit 2, specifically The Desolation of Smog, I Smog. Smog. I think this is the only movie that I've seen in theater that I got so worked up, I started clapping like while I oh, okay. was watching it and got got uh, yelled at by a lot of people. Really? That's I. That's wild. Because now, like people circulate videos of people clap, like standing up and cheering because they recognized an actor in a Spider-Man movie. Yikes. It's it's wild that not even that was, long ago. Who was the actor that they recognized that they stood up and freaked out about? They played Spider-Man. I'll let you guess. Uh, it's not that many, but Oh, that's what they were standing. I saw, I've 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 seen the man about a spider now. I, yeah. I, I So that's why I was like, I don't understand. There was nothing in that movie worth standing up about. No, I don't like that movie at all. Oh, the see, so interesting, so interesting talking I, I, about I, movies. I think that movie is like an evil object, <laughs> personally, and I don't want to. And I'm it, a lot. Most people love it, you know. <laughs> That's so, why? What? Huh? There's... We'll get to the gender, but we need to address this. Well, the, the gen- I mean, spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. The only thing gender about that movie is that it is Andrew Garfield's face, but because I do think there's gender about that man. Also, the one thing about that movie I like is Andrew Garfield, which is wild. I mean, I, I think he's a great actor, it just in general, but that movie, it, it like plucks from all these other spider-man movies both villain and hero alike and then kind of spends the whole movie posturing superiority over them and it just feels bad for like for me the whole time because i'm like yeah you're bringing actually good actors into this movie like you know willem dafoe never has phoned in anything in his life he was the best part of that movie he it, it, for it's him or i i like andrew garfield in that movie but those are the two like actors who get enough to chew on i hated him really yeah and i didn't see his movies and so this was my well, first exposure to him and i was like is that what he's like through his whole movies? Because it was just like he's. I, I, he, I would say he's he a felt little so bit Joss Whedon-y. He's a little. I mean, that's. I mean, everything MCU is Joss Whedon-y. Like the dialogue in that movie was. Well, bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, like I, a three asterisks on that, but like him specifically, so quippy. That's. I mean, he he's very like twitchy and ner- nervousy. His his Peter Parker. I do think he's like. There's there's something sort of honed in with these this movie compared to the at last ones just because I think he's been acting for I don't know four or five years since then whenever Amazing Spider-Man two was uh, neither of the of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies I think are good but that's the other thing this movie throws fan service to movies that people don't actually like um, which is just like <laughs> the best I, I, yeah I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't know. There, there's, there's. I mean, it's in the trailer, the scene of them being like, "Oh, your name's Otto Octavius." Ho <laughs> ho, that's goofy. And it's like, why, why are MCU movies so? They they spend so much of their runtime acting like they're better than the things they're based on. Like they they're made for people who think they're better than comic books, which I just can't. I stand less and less every every movie. The I like. There's four Marvel movies that came out this year. I don't think Spider-Man's the worst one because Black Widow is awful. Didn't see it. Forgot that came out. Yeah, it did. 
unfortunately what, come out. What else? What else was uh, there? Eternals is just kind of boring. For, forgot that. Forgot about that one. Didn't see. The <laughs> the other one is Shang Chi, which is just kind of fun and fun. That one was that one was really fun. I Sha- liked that Shang- a lot. Shang Chi also one like it makes fun of uh the something in the comics that deserves to be make fun of, which is racism. But also uh for the actual villain of the movie, they just cast one of the best actors of all time you know that gives you a leg up on other movies which is this also is true. true of i mean technically spider-man far from home does that with willem dafoe and i wish it did it without for melina one of our greatest actors he just doesn't really get a lot to do <laughs> um anyways that's my anyways. that's my takes on spider-man no way home a movie that i uh don't like <laughs> at all finally gives aunt may something to do guess what that something to do was die oh such a bummer. Poor Marissa Tomei deserves Such a more. Bummer. Anyways, no, lots of, lots of fantastic movies out this this calendar year. Many many uh 2021 movies I've still not yet seen and have not yet come out here wide releases in the states. But are you do are you gonna do like a a, a year end list? I mean, I have a running list on Letterboxd. We last year we did the movie podcast around the Oscars, and I think we're we're planning on doing that again. But yeah, I'll have to check it out. I will have to look. We got to see each other like what one time this year? Uh, well, no more than that. We hung out in July. I saw you at your birthday party. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's true. At least, at least two or three. Yeah, and I think there was a couple like brunches or something with other when other people were in town too. But I don't know, a handful of that of was all this year. Yeah, that's. I the need thing. to. The, the, I need the, to read over my notes. That's the thing is like, yeah, like I was we were talking about old, I don't know, 40 minutes ago. And I uh, was like, yeah, no, that was July. Like that, like so for so many reasons, that feels like when this year started for me was the summer. Because <laughs> I've just done yeah. so much since the summer now that, you know, I largely could do them again. Wild to think that how many things that have been jammed into this year have been this year. I've been trying to keep better track of everything just because my memory is getting worse and worse. And it's the amount of movies I watch without realizing it even Mm. just like among other things I do, like come home from work, sit down and then accidentally watch a whole movie. Mm -hmm. And it's like that's that's a a lot of times that's the only thing I'm writing. But just looking back on that, it's like you completely forget about some of the like wacky shit like, oh, yeah, we did watch Switchblade Sisters. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um when I was in high school, I was that way about music. I would sort of obsessively uh keep track of like what I'd listen to. And it was largely unhealthy at the time when I did it then because it was it was like, "Oh, I'm doing this to avoid other things." And now I find like I I keep track of stuff on Letterboxd when I watch movies, but I don't feel like like I just kind of like do it because I like to remember and i like to make lists a lot but also i'll look at like i my list for 2021 currently 98 movies and i'll just look at some of the ones that are like the bottom of the list and i'm like i don't remember seeing that or or or, or like i don't remember i i would not have remembered or thought about this movie had i not looked at the poster again and been like oh yeah no i saw that in theaters and then i just i don't know like joe bell that's a movie I saw. Mark Wahlberg. That's not a real movie. Mark Wahlberg uh, has like a dead gay kid. Then he tries to not have a, he tries to not be bad about it. That's the whole movie. It's not good. Nah, no. It's not real. 
<laughs> it was a dream. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was a Ghibli movie this year. Uh, it came out on. It went straight to HBO Max. That's an insane thing. <clears throat> was that the um, Earwig and the Witch one? Yeah, I don't think that movie is good, but I also think it's not as bad as everyone says. It's just kind of whatever. I couldn't watch it. It made me kind of kind of dizzy, honestly, and that bummed me out. I was really looking forward to it. I was all all about the whole everything. I wasn't even gonna be upset about the CG. I was like, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have so many wrist. But then, yeah, I couldn't actually look at it. It 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 uh, gave me the Cloverfields. Mm. Well, that's a shame. It is. It's it's silent, like it's also like simultaneously not something that I feel like you're missing out on, but still a shame if you were looking forward to it. Uh, it's always you know a bummer when you're like, oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah i can't see this movie mm-hmm. it, it, yeah it's, with with my eyeballs yeah it, it, it evokes a sickness I, that movie largely came and went because people either ignored it or watched it so they didn't like it the, i feel like the week around that movie's release i just kind of sat and thought by a by a weird series of dominoes we're getting studio ghibli movies going straight to hbo max that's such an insane thing to think about because of how that studio has cared about its property for so long. And somehow, somehow the roads have led this. The roads of, oh, we have to sell merchandise and make streaming deals or else we'll go bankrupt. And then COVID. And then you get movies just being like, yep, day one HBO Max. Weird. You can just have, we'll just let you have it. Fine. You can just watch it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it's also because it was just earwig and not something like not a, Hayao Miyazaki movie. It was just his son that he has a frat relationship with. But alas, <laughs> is it the same son who did uh, Earthsea, or does does he have multiple sons? I think it's I think it's just Goro. Yeah, Goro did Tales from the Earthsea and uh, from Up on Poppy Hill and what is this? Ranja the Robber's Daughter, which is like a short TV show. But people largely hate everything Goro's done, except for I guess Poppy Hill is fine. But I thought Earthsea was beautiful. I've not seen it, but largely, largely people are down on Goro stuff. And whenever you watch any interviews or documentaries that have Goro and he's like, yeah, I make movies because if not, I would not see my dad. And oh. it just kind of and then he, his dad goes and sees his movies and it's like, yeah, they're not good. And then that's it. And it's just kind of sad. I would not make I would stop making movies. Mm hmm. I would just be like, mm, Sim- okay. it, it, it reminds me of like the stuff that's you know public that they've talked about openly like with uh, will smith and his kids like his his kids went into so like so many things very young because that was just what their relationship to their famous dad was like and then it you know made them miserable and then they stopped and now they've found their own way to their own thing since then mm-hmm. you know i'm glad that it's better now but there's they've done a lot of like interviews and talks about that stuff especially um uh willow because like very very young when she made the whip my hair back and forth song oh, and yeah. then it was you know basically became like an internet punching bag as a result <sighs> internet's bad <laughs> and people are mean to children and uh women and uh people of color on the internet i don't know if you've heard about this no uh i haven't i've only heard good news and good things about the internet mm-hmm. it is my second day there i have only visited neopets.com yeah Neopets.com did have the omelet. 
So that's pretty cool. The omelet was... I know that Neopets is still there, but I know that I can't go back. There, yeah, I, it's 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 interesting that it exists and people primarily talk about it in the past tense. I think that it's because when we refer to, I say we as like, you know, speaking of like us older people, <laughs> anyone above the age of 25 I'm talking to right now mm-hmm. who played Neopets, just like referring to it, not not when I say Neopets, I don't mean the website. I mean the experience i mean the time that we all shared and spent yeah. there at a certain age yeah, a specific period of time where that was possible right and it is the, that that place can no longer be my safe harbor like i i don't i no longer fit you know in that cozy nook under the bed <laughs> yeah i cannot take harbor there mm-hmm. the omelet has gone bad uh, but there's no good websites anymore and it makes me really sad no there's no good websites anymore I, I have to. I like to say that Letterboxd is the one good social media service in part because you can't message people <laughs> and you can just turn off comments on whatever you do. But even still, like, you, you, there's still a lot of engaging with people or like seeing posts or reviews uh, from people who just don't have like critical thinking skills. Only good social media is putting, putting handwritten signs in your yard. Mm hmm. Even the, that's not thing good. That's safe. Half the signs I see in yards are bad. Yeah, but that they're that they're on their individual property, and then you can put a sign in your property, and you can have just have two signs facing each other. That's the same other. as any other. So it's still Twitter. <laughs> the difference is that when you see someone's bad sign in their yard, you're like, I live next to them. I can't block them in real life. You can. You just tape a piece of paper up over. Your, where the sign is in And then window. what, you don't go outside? Blocked. They're blocked. You don't go outside? That's the other thing about social media. Posts are just fake. <laughs> That's not true, unfortunately. I wish it was. Mm-hmm. What's the, the, the Tyler Creator tweet that's just, um, how can cyberbullying be real? Just close your eyes. <laughs> yes, and yet... <laughs> and yet, I close my eyes and it's still there. It's, uh, and I still, I close my eyes and someone still put my number on 4chan once. Ugh, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, actually. Um, Ghost of rain. Anyway, how are things? The, you, haven't, you haven't been on the show in a million years. No. 20 million years since you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. Let's get the, um, the Joe update. The Joe update. Uh, things are good. Less podcasts, the better. I find so that's a that's a plus in the time since then because I one last podcast. Uh, technically two. I, I <laughs> bailed from this and another one at the same time. Sorry and, to be causing you uh, physical duress right now. No, no, this is fine. <laughs> I would have said no if I didn't want to do it. Healthy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's um, I I found you know when I well I was making too much work for myself to avoid being alone with my thoughts uh when i made so many podcasts that i did back in the back in the heyday and i was banging my head against the wall with this one because i just like every month it'd be like i have nothing to say about my gender or gender in general and then we'd make the show we'd talk about movies for 30 minutes and then say this isn't a movie podcast and then i would just be like is this show good anymore because i feel like it's just the same treadmill every time so I left, and I think the show's been a lot better since then. <laughs> Separate from that, 
things have, have gotten better, just taking more time to sort of uh, work on my own shit. Not really a lot of it gender-related, but just in general, things are better. Is that, what has it been, like a year and a half since? I think it was last, like, not the most recent summer, but the summer of 2020 when I dived out of the window. I believe so. That sounds about right. It, it's, it feels like two years. I guess it's been... <laughs> like 16 months it's more of a uh every one and a half month kind of show but, yeah that too but 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 mm-hmm. i already have stuff scheduled for next year i will be better that's gonna be my like only new year's resolution maybe is to just be better at the show mm-hmm. i think you're very good at at the show for some shows i think schedules matter for many shows, I don't know if they do. This this show never had like a particularly rigid schedule anyway. Um, even if it was monthly, it would just be like I don't know. Whenever it kind of got done, it was done. I've never I've never made any promises. I've never yeah. set a date. I've never set a day. <laughs> and I and I think I've never seen anyone complain about that. You know, I think I have. I, think, I, well, I have, but I closed my eyes. Okay, so it doesn't exist. I've never seen anyone who's cool complain about that i think i think <laughs> this i think largely uh, whoever makes the show decides how the show should be made and you either like it or you don't and you meet it on its own terms and i think that's i mean that should be a lot of people should meet things on the terms in which they were intended to be met on in general but especially with i'm podcast where we're all just hanging out for free largely unless you're listening to some podcast with a bunch of sponsors are made by a rich person in which case i don't know who are you we live on different planets but <laughs> <laughs> those podcasts don't live on this site no that there's that too well all, all yeah all the people that we know that make podcasts at least are in that sort of boat yeah like i just made cookies and then i had to i ran in here mm-hmm. because the first i think the first time we scheduled this we were i got oh the first time we scheduled this i got sick because podcasting mm-hmm. and then the second time we were both really sleepy yeah the second time we were just both very <laughs> sleepy and then this time i texted you around the time we talked about and you were like i'm making cookies brb and now <laughs> now we're following through yeah because i was supposed to make them several days ago and you can only keep the dough in the fridge for so long but the mm-hmm. day i was supposed to make them i was so sleepy i've been so mm-hmm. sleepy the sun the sun goes down can we talk about how the sun goes down so fast yeah i i, I yes it's we're on the other <laughs> side of the solstice now so hopefully it's going to you know, we're, we're starting to technically see more daylight every day but not a lot for I a know while it, it, I know it isn't, um, it's not fun to talk about at all, and we've all heard it before, but the weather, the weather really does just feel like imminent planet you danger. You know, it, the weather <laughs> outside do be frightful. It's, it's so fucked and outside. the fire is less and less delightful every it's, year. It's really bad. Uh, Michigan is supposed to have cold and brutal weathers, and it has been, like, rainy and 50 degrees mm-hmm. most of the time. It's, it's, it's snowy so outside bad. right now. Yeah, it just gets, like, it's, now it's, like, January and February are the rough months, as opposed to starting and when it gets cold. Yeah, and we've had, like, it's, I feel like we've had big snow maybe two times, and 
it rains immediately the next day. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really bad. It's yeah, bad. It's scary. I, I, I don't I, like it. No, I, I have, uh, I have referred to it as a very non-committal winter. The reason I, I bring this up is that my response has just been to sleep. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get home from work, I feel like I can't go do anything or work on anything because if I accidentally see the outside, I feel like it is 3 a.m. and I am in trouble if I do not get in bed immediately. That's, yeah, the the darkness imprisoning me all that I see is is a bit much. I don't know why it doesn't. I, I, I feel like I get used to it pretty quickly. Like, it's I, I was rough when the time changed, like, initially. Um, I'm pretty okay with it now, and maybe that's just because I just... I'm like, oh, it's dark? Cool. Less glare on my TV when I watch a movie at 5 p.m., um, which is what I do every day. <laughs> as, uh, but, like, my boyfriend is, is the same sort of way. It's like, it's dark outside. I'm sleepy. And I just... It, it's kind of interesting how the all these holidays are so closely packed together just because as as a society we've been like we gotta fill this time with things to look forward to or else like what like if these are the darker months and the colder months we need like every three weeks there has to be something we're celebrating (laughs) which is cool i mean in a way that that's uh the the response that's happened i i like holidays mostly although we are we're recording this in the the week between christmas and new year's which largely doesn't exist i don't know anyone who enjoys this week of the year (laughs) part of it is because like uh, so much of our adult lives is structured around labor and commerce and then it's like no one actually works right now even even if we're on the (laughs) clock unless you're in like the service industry in which case every day is the same but I, I I have been receiving emails at work, responding to them, and then immediately been receiving like vacation responder notification emails. Yeah, but yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, uh, yeah. Either either people are off work or they're on work with nothing to do. Or again, like service industry is is obviously pretty consistent. Or worse, these are sometimes worse. Like when I worked in customer service, this is probably the worst week of the year. Yes, the there's all of the holiday stuff having to be around family, mm-hmm. people that you're not out to, and things like that is just stressful. It's not fun. I know that there's been some people talking in the Discord about just like how to deal with that and things, and I was just say do it based on length length of time of exposure. Is it someone that you're going to have to spend a lot of time around. Do you want them to know? Mm-hmm. Is this someone that you just have to have dinner with? Yeah, it's like case by case. And then even outside of like, oh, well, will this person tell this other person? It's like, I don't know. Every family unit is has a, has a wildly different approach to that. Um, yeah. Some are, I mean, you know, some people are just cool in general with it. So, sort of a double whammy this year of like, should family stuff happens if it does oh there's still the trans stuff <laughs> oh there's still the, the the other stuff like with with anything i i find is just like yes i'm not gonna there's no point in me having this conversation yeah <laughs> sometimes there is a point in having a conversation but also a lot of times there aren't when i was when i was in college the best advice i ever got was you gotta learn to pick your batters or else you'll you'll burn out at 30. And it took me like three years for me to actually learn that. But I still think about being told it. 
at 18, even if I didn't get it until I was 24. Oof, yeah, you're lucky that you got it before you hit 30. Yeah, or else I would have, I mean, I still basically burned out, but it was a culmination of many things. Too many podcasts. Yeah. Too, too How can I hold, I can't, I can't hold, hold all these podcasts. Yeah, they're, they're falling out. I'm not, I'm not trying to make light. You did, you were doing way too much. Mm-hmm. And I fixed it. <laughs> you did. And I'm really happy for you. I'm really glad that you did that. Such that I could even take on other projects that I felt like I was taking on because I wanted to do them and not because I needed to uh, avoid something, which is great. Let me tell you. That sounds very healthy. And I'm just... Loving that for you. <laughs> Need me some of that. Yeah, I, uh, we, in July, once everybody was, like, vaccinated and in a position to do so, like, a lot of us on the network, like, just hung out. There's no work attached to it. No one was recording anything. We just hung out. It was very no nice. No mics, just living in the moment. Yeah. No, yeah, not a, not a phone in sight. Several people were like, you seem like you're, like, a lot better <laughs> Than the last time I saw you. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Turns out. The strange <laughs> darkness emanating from your, your aura and yeah. back is gone. Yeah. Um, so that was, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's both been nice to be in a better place and to have many people I care about acknowledge it, talk about it with. I feel, I feel like Shinji and everyone's clapping at the end of, at the end of Evangelion. Except you didn't have to kill everyone to get here. That's true. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> did you end up? Did you watch the the new Ava movie, the final one? I haven't seen any of them. Any of them? Any of the the capital N new ones? The the rebuilds. They're good. I like them. I was just thinking about that now because that was another thing that happened this year. Is I got to actually finish Nervous Rex because they released the final Evangelion movie, and it's great. They're it's done. It's done now. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Anna would would want to make anything else. It feels pretty final. All right, now, now, now I can look. Then now I can check it out. Yeah, there's also like, I mean, nearly a full decade in between the third and fourth movie. Goodness, but time time do fly. I do have a gender update. It's very small. No gender uh, update too small. I got glasses <laughs> for the longest time at work i was looking at my computer screen with my just my whole face and my mm. mouth open every time i was trying to see tiny text and it occurred to me that i probably shouldn't have to open my mouth to read no. so i went i went to the uh, an eye doctor finally and finally got some peepers wow double, yeah double set of peeps Double set of peeps. Um, not a big deal. I don't need them all the time, but mm-hmm. I love wearing them, and I'm so happy I get to wear glasses because I've wanted wanted to for the longest time. And they make my gender feel good, especially that's good. I the I know that like some people have found a mask to honestly be like gender affirming or just like yeah. I know it helps it helps some people like when they're oot and a boot with gender presentation and things. When it's not fogging me up so much that I can't see, I really like how the combination looks. I've made myself some glasses chains because I nice. if I, I nice. can't I can't see across the room with them. But it's just been really fun, and I've I've really enjoyed 
having them and wearing them and being able to see with my mouth closed has been like super dope and I don't get headaches looking at tiny numbers. That's great. The only downside is that we got this really big magnifying glass at work and I can't do like the comical ooga 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 thing with the magnifying glass <laughs> like like I'm a detective with, when I'm wearing my glasses because I did that and I got a huge headache instantly. Um, so that's the only downside. But other than that, I've been having a really good time. Well, the good times are good. Yeah. If the bad else. time, the bad time was an excruciating headache, but I did learn my lesson. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just learn a lesson. Nothing sometimes wrong about just, that. Yeah. You know, I think that's the only thing that's been like making me feel really good lately. Oh, actually, that's a lie. It's been a hot minute. I got some fresh coworkers and both of them just instantly were like oh okay they them bam no problem Mm -hmm. so that was freaking awesome that rules um it rules very hard and one of them called me dude with such like sincerity and enthusiasm when he wanted to tell me something he was excited about and it just really went like warmed my heart went right to my heart i was like man that was that was a true dude just a true dude just a true dude just a just a guy. Just a bro. <laughs> Feels good, man. I agree. Just, just bros being dudes just talking about paper. Just guys being dudes do, do being bros. <laughs> gender. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta have a little gender flip out. Yeah. With, with your buddy on your podcast you know, that, that with, more than five bros. people listen to. With it's fine. Just as bros. Just as bros. Hold on, where are all my they them quotes? I my office is so fucking. Where are all my right they now. them's at? Where, whatever gets you stoked is the good shit has been on a post-it note on the about that one. That was a really good one. Um there was another one I wrote down. I think it was like just a couple of them's being theirs. Someone <laughs> said. I have to who was that? I really have to figure this out and credit people properly. Cause it wasn't me. I'm excited. I've got some really cool, interesting, and hot thems lined up to talk to next year. Hell yeah. And they're not just oh, going to talk about M. Night Shyamalan the whole time, probably. They're not, unless I ask them, which I might, because I really do love to bring up Lady in the Water. Uh, every time we get into it, I'm like, should I watch this movie again? I'm like, no, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do that. It's, I mean, it just, I had those, those really scary dogs made of weeds and going yeah, into what, that what big hole called, like, in the scrunts? pool. Oh, it's so scary. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> you want to know what's scary? The passing of time. What if a beach made you old, Rain? What if dogs were made of weed, Joe? Yeah. Okay. It's, the, it's both equally scary, honestly, to me. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if I saw a, a dog made of weeds, it. I'd be frightened a bit. You would be so fucking scared. I don't know. I'd probably be like, what is that, a scrunt? That's dumb. (laughs) And then I'd die. And then I'd be eviscerated by the weed dogs. But I would, I would, you know, flaunt my air of superiority first. (laughs) As we all... Moments moments before being dragged into the brush. Famous last words. That's fucking stupid. (laughs) Let's talk about the Matrix. The Matrix. You said you were going to spend like the whole time talking about the Matrix. Was there good gender in it? 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's more explicitly a, like about the trans parts of the Matrix than the the first three are. That it's it's that movie, The Matrix Resurrections, does a million things, and it largely tr- does it in such a way to point out that the Matrix was never about just one thing. It kind of can't be like it's it's inherently always been a a sort of sliding scale of metaphors. It's 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 about gender. It's about capitalism. It's about a lot of different things. And the Matrix Resurrections is extending that, and also it's including like reboots and the state of films right now. Like mm-hmm. the the movie is very like meta in that way, where it just kind of straight up says like it it in the universe of the Matrix, the Ma- the Matrix trilogy is a series of video games, and they're like Warner Brothers is making us make a fourth one. With or without you, uh, main character that's a stand-in for Lana Wachowski. And then they just kind of spend a long time making fun of people who try to decide what the Matrix is about and think there should be more of them. And then then it kind of dips into the good shit anyway. Then it kind of just does it anyway. It never feels like just a nostalgia bait. It seems to criticize nostalgia. It se- It seems to specifically criticize the things I hated about Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, there's a direct quote is like oh yeah nostalgia always eases the anxiety you know people just want to be fed the same stuff over and over again uh but it's really good it's all it's very on its bullshit in terms of like the lore of the matrix sequels uh everything is complicated but the 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 ethos of the of the movie kind of boils down to love is the most important thing um there's there's uh, some pretty explicit trans stuff in it that i liked a lot there's um there, there's like a scene of Neo looking in the mirror and not seeing himself. The state of like, yeah, the the Matrix doesn't let you see yourself the way that you see yourself, mm-hmm. which is pretty explicit. The with the previous movies, it was like, oh yeah, Neo being called Mister Anderson was dead naming is like, I don't know, very very surface level read of the trans allegory in that movie. But there's there's some pretty explicit stuff in Resurrections as well. There's a really good scene where. Neo and Trinity talk to each other in the Matrix. They've been sort of reset and to to be these the the people they're not in the Matrix. And Trinity describes like playing or like watching videos from the the Matrix trilogy video games and seeing the character that is her, uh, and being like, I I joked to my husband, doesn't that look like me? And they laughed, and I laughed too, and I hated myself for laughing. Mm. And it's oh, it's it's truly heartbreaking. It works on all the levels of like the lore and that they're reset to look certain ways in the Matrix to be hidden from other humans jacking into the Matrix or whatever. But just like mm-hmm. on, on that allegorical level, it's like heartbreakingly sad if you're like if, if you're on that wavelength of it. The the metaphor of the Matrix kind of is on a different wavelength from scene to scene. Like um, it there's a scene where someone talks like to neo and it's like yeah they they took what you lived through and made it so trivial um because in the state of the movies it's like oh yeah they took the plot of the first three movies and turned it into a video game and said you made it yada 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 but also the like the idea of the matrix not being seen for what it is being laughed at being weirdly co-opted by the mra movement um (laughs) people saying red pill is is uh you know uh, thing of the right mm-hmm. very very smart movie very uh kind of aggressive to 
audience expectations, but I mean, I love it. It very, very much on um similar sort of wavelength of Evangelion in terms of just kind of talking about its own existence as a piece of fiction. Like b- both movies are kind of like, why did we have to do this? Why did <laughs> why was why did people want this movie to exist? Right. I think both are really great at having that conversation in their own weird ways. Also, both include footage from previous entries being projected on a wall, which is interesting. That is interesting. I look for, I will look forward to the AMVs. Oh yeah, absolutely. But both of those movies are among some of my favorites of the year, regardless of uh gender, what have you. I was thinking about like what what gender what what sort of films cropped up in uh the through the what what films made me think of gender? Maleg- malignant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but is malignant your your gender pick of the year? Uh it's the first one that came to mind, but I'm trying to look fun. over my I had a lot of fun with yeah, that movie. I did too. That one was really that's that's a horror movie. Uh I guess like maybe thriller, suspense. That movie was wild. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people were ragging on it and I was like, nope, that's the point. Feature, not a bug. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. It I the entire time I was watching it, I was we uh my partner and I were going back and forth ha- having the like, is this is this on purpose? Is this not on purpose? Oh, 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 and just like the ride of it was so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, that was that was a nice little piece of art. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else I watched this year. We watched a lot of stuff on Shutter. Has Antlers come out yet? Yeah, I didn't see it, but it came out. I need to see that. Um, oh, a new shark movie came out. I gotta watch that. You know me and my shark movies. I do. Saint Maud, uh, I saw at the beginning of this year. That was pretty good. Older stuff. Oh, hey, here we go. Here we go. Bingo. Fear Street. Oh, yeah. They made, they fucking released three movies in a franchise in like a month. Yep. And they were really good and they were gay. Wow. I I never got around to them. Jay said they were okay. I don't trust Netflix largely, which is funny because one of my favorite movies of the year was technically released on Netflix, which is The Power of the Dog. But I guess that's a thing where I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that director. And I, I guess they, they got through. But largely, I don't I don't I, I don't like Netflix original stuff very much. Uh, Rip to Cowboy I... Bebop. Dead on arrival. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was unfortunately stinky and not in a fun intentional enough way no it's been a year it has did you see the i I mean i'm assuming you didn't but there was a a new resident evil movie that i did go see i did not see that it's very dumb very fun or maybe is it on is it on streaming i don't think so it just it came out in november so i think it's rentable now but i don't think it's on like any streaming service Hmm. but it's like based on the first two video games and it's very dumb uh but i had fun with it that's what counts got a lot of tv actors in it are you playing any videos videos james videos james am i am i am i a videos jamer yeah am i i don't know playing anything good lately i've i've been spending most of my time uh editing a, a project that will be out 
I mean, probably early January. So I haven't played a lot of, like, a lot of my time has been editing that or watching movies. I don't know, occasionally watching TV, but I Succession Season 3 ended, so it's just One Piece is the only other TV I watch. <laughs> but I, I've, been, I've been, like, bouncing off video games. I, I picked up the Pokemon remake. It's fine. Mm. I, I, it's Pokemon, which is more than I get from most Pokemon games now. Yes, most Pokemon games aren't Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I anymore. Like I, I was so bored by Shield. Um, I'm glad there are people out there who like that game and enjoy the things it brought to the table. I didn't feel like it brought Pokemon to the table, so I did not like it. Diamond, there, yeah, the Diamond remake is fine. Whatever, it's held together by duct tape. But I, it's just I laugh at it being dumb, and then I keep playing because Pokemon is Pokemon to me. I think I still have my original copy of Pearl or something somewhere I could play. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, is I could emulate or... But I, I part with old consoles or stuff, so I'm like the demographic for ports and, and remakes or whatever, where I'm like, oh yeah, I'd like to play that again, and I sold my Wii. So now I want this on a mm. new console or whatever. But no, I'm, I'm, I've definitely been in that spot where I just like, I start a game, and then I go do... And then I don't pick it up for a while um i want to get back to playing monster hunter though i played a lot of monster hunter at the beginning of the year and then theaters were open and i was vaccinated and it was all downhill from there <laughs> i i watched my boyfriend play stardew valley that's about hell yeah they play a lot of stardew valley and well, I we should hang be out. friends on switch yeah absolutely i bounced off stardew valley every time i tried to play it which, even though I liked Harvest Moon as a kid, hmm. don't know what it is. Well, I understand. Uh, my partner's the same way, honestly. Like, exactly. They liked Harvest Moon, bounced off Stardew. I don't know what it is. Can't crack the code. It's probably the graphics. I don't know. I like you, you, gr- you graphicist. That's true, yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been playing God of War on my PS5, so that's... Yeah, you're just like, you need to look at, like, shiny, round bodies yeah if it's not and and enemies if it's not 60 frames per second 4k ray tracing don't even put it near me no won't even touch it i I do not feel that um but yeah no i want my i want my games small and played on a minimized screen (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know i i'm trying to think the last like game that i sat down and like saw through to the end i still need i mean i played a lot of uh outer wilds this year which i love i ha- I need to like i basically finished it like i was like okay last thing i have to do and then instead of doing that i started the dlc and just got busy with with other stuff but i like that a lot i got into ace attorney a bit but i the, i should have bought it on my switch because i would have played more of it because i don't play stuff on my pc very much Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been like, oh, well, I don't want to, I just keep not rebuying it on my Switch because I don't want to restart the, and like redo the first like two or three cases. So that's, that's, that's where I'm at with Ace Attorney. Eventually I'll finish the first game, rebuy the trilogy on Switch and start two there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to just think of, uh, other stuff. I spent a lot of time with Sonic 06 learning how to do one glitch. <laughs> Did you learn it? I did, yeah, I did, because I did it at Extra Life. That's why I learned it. But yeah, that was a that was a huge success. 
Um, I don't know. I've been I I Hades is another. I picked up Hades on Switch so I could play more of that. I don't know. I pick up games here and there. Oh, Inscription was the other big thing that I sucked oh, into it this year. I I didn't play that. Well, we don't have a way to play that in our home. Um, yeah. I don't think. But I I watched a full playthrough. Or wait, no, I'm lying. I watched part of a playthrough and then I watched like a 45 minute lore video mm. and uh, it had just featured a lot of gameplay and it was so good. What it's a game. Inscription rules. Yeah. What I, a game. That's the, that's the thing. I'm at a place where I'm going to I need just need to finish a lot of things I've started or picked up and I will do that probably after I finish editing the, the thing I'm working on, um, which will be, I don't know, soon. That's a, I'm very excited about that. That's a project I've been working on basically since May of last nice. year, and I can't, and I wow. haven't, I just can't wait to tell people that it exists. It's. I'm excited to hear about it. It's very exciting. I just sent off my uh, next book to my publisher, or not my publisher, my editor. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited and nervous about it. That's exciting. <laughs> time to draw <laughs> hell yeah projects yeah yes yeah, yeah i can't wait to talk about the main thing that's been on my mind since uh yeah for nearly a year but the reason i haven't talked about it'll make sense once it's out uh and after that i'll go back to talking about disney movies i guess that was the other thing <laughs> i did this year was write a bunch of essays on disney movies you did do that yeah i remember that i <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I took the break because the, the secret project became kind of the main thing I had room for. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, know, I can just put this on hold. It's not a big deal. That's a, evidence enough that I'm better at juggling things. It, it was very interesting because the first time I really was like, oh, yeah, I'll get back to that, I guess, in, a, in next year. Having people reply and be like, oh, good. I was hoping there'd be more of that. I was like, I didn't know anybody cared about that. So that's, I, thanks for nice. <laughs> caring about my, my takes on Disney animation from the 60s and 70s. The people want to know. The people want to know my takes on The Lion King. It's fine. <laughs> A lot of the 90s. That's the, that's the other thing. I'm going to get to the Renaissance, the most hyped up era of Disney. And I'm going to largely be like, they're fine. Riveting. Yeah. But I'll talk about why. Uh, Aladdin is probably... Well, beating the beast rules. Aladdin, Genie, Genie, and Aladdin is one of the most important touchstones for animation ever since then. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that that's a a shadow that looms over Chris Pratt being cast as Mario still. So Ugh. much to come with my Aladdin essay, I'm sure. <laughs> I was looking at like other movies this year that gave me a a, a a gender feeling i mentioned power of the dog a, a bit ago not a gender thing a little bit of gender thing but largely it's just a very queer movie that kind of doesn't it takes a minute i think to uncrack the ways in which it is uh but i like power of the dog a lot a, a, a movie largely about posturing masculinity hmm. and done so through benedict cumberbatch interesting it's very interesting because he seems miscast and then you realize he's perfectly cast once the movie <laughs> kind of shows what it's about. Because he's it, the fact is that he's posturing um, masculinity. Mm, okay. okay. Um, but it's 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 very good. Uh, the remake. Well, the, yeah, the, the new adaptation of West Side Story 
uh, makes some gender stuff more explicit than it was in the in the original. And I liked all of it. Uh, I also just think that movie's great. I don't know if you've heard about this guy, Steven Spielberg, but he's a great director. Uh, sounds familiar. Uh, no, I love West Side Story. And then, I don't know, no gender in Dune. I, I, I love Dune. I wish that I had a reason to talk about it, gender-wise. Hmm. You, put, you put your hand in the box and no gender? No gender in the box, yeah. Just pain. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Well, you can, you know. I'm sure Tim- Timothy Chalamet is gender to somebody. Probably gender to a lot of people from what I've read online. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, in two years when Dune 2 comes out and he's the Muad'Dib, I'm sure that'll continue. Dune 2. Dune in it. Dune Dune in it. And then Dune Dune 3, Dune Messiah. Because it's actually just what the second book is called. I hope they make a whole franchise out of it. Children of Dune, Emperor of Dune. I mean, they definitely will. I don't know know if uh, Denis Villeneuve will do all of them. I think he only cares about doing three movies. But we'll we'll see. Titan is is uh, I'm probably saying that wrong because it's French. I think it's Titan or something. But um, that movie has some some gender stuff about it in in an interesting way. It kind of seems like it's one movie and then it halfway through it's not that movie at all. I don't think you get the second half without the first half because there's like the first the first half is very harsh and then the lead character starts presenting masculine to like hide uh away f- after doing a crime basically. And then the second mm-hmm. half sort of turns into a tender story about someone who lost their son treating this character as their missing son that they're pretending to be. And I don't think that ten- I think the tenderness works better because of how harsh the first half is. Hmm. Also, I mean, there's a bunch of other insane shit about that movie, including like having a car's baby. But <laughs> oh, OK, the gender stuff in there, I think, is good. I loved it. I've heard other people be like, I don't know, kind of mid. I the the new Wes Anderson movie I think is largely a mixed bag. Depends on how much you like Wes Anderson, but there there is a point where Jeffrey Wright in the third story talks about getting lost and uh, says this is the curse of the homosexual. That's pretty good. I stand by that <laughs> in in the in the Hall of Queer Cinema fame of the year. That does sound good. I didn't know that movie was. Out. It's out. I mean, I think it's rentable now. It came out in uh, October in theaters. Time is a fake yeah. circle. I whenever I mean, I, I have that like conversation a lot of time when I'll mention a movie and then like, oh, I didn't know it was out. And it's like, yeah, I'm just constantly aware. I'm always I'm like a <laughs> hawk circling. Like- as soon as it drops, I'm on top of it. <laughs> as soon as the grass rustles, mm-hmm. you descend. Yeah, I'm I'm. This weekend, I finally get to see the tragedy of Macbeth. Which I'm very excited about. Uh, Lost Daughter comes out on Netflix. I'll probably see Licorice Pizza a third time. Oh my um, goodness. Love that movie. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's, I mean, there's other like queer stuff in general. Um, a lot of people read Encanto as as uh, like queer subtext, and I mean, I don't know. It's a Disney movie. There's only so much you can get at this point. There's a bit of that with Velvet Underground just because of their relationship to uh, what's the pop art guy's name that sucks shit. Which one? There's so many. Andy Warhol is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Which Todd Haynes usually makes good. Uh, it, it, a lot of his movies. I've talked about Todd Haynes on the podcast before, but he makes uh, good, good movies about dealing with sort of repressed stuff. But a lot of a lot of guys in covid we're like i guess i'll just make a documentary about a band a lot of like uh 
Edgar Wright made one about Sparks. We got the Velvet Underground. Peter Jackson made a like a nine-hour Beatles documentary, which fucking ruled, by the way. Wow. He's got it back. People didn't like his last nine-hour trilogy. <laughs> they didn't like Hobbit. He's like, all right. What no, about it what about good. these four lads? No, I don't like these four hairy boys. I like the other ones. That's I. One day I'll watch the Hobbit movies. I did love Beatles Get Back though. I uh I was gonna because I was thinking about sort of how many people rewatch the Lord of the Rings and and maybe to a lesser degree the Hobbits this time of year, despite not mm-hmm. being Christmas movies in any explicit way. It's interesting um how. We we make uh, sort of traditions out of out of whatever. <laughs> like I did. This- I rewatch Lord of the Rings as frequently as I can trick my partner into putting it on. Has nothing to do with the season. That's I fair. was un- unaware it was a holiday tradition. It's, I, I see a lot of people rewatching at least the original trilogy. I think it's because it's, it w- it was released this time of year. That's probably a big part of it. The twentieth anniversary just happened. Yeah, yeah. Because we we've only gotten around to Fellowship. Which is my favorite one anyway, but we'll, mm-hmm. I, I figure we'll rewatch Two Towers and uh, Return of the King. It's just difficult when we do the extended editions to find a time for it. No, that's, uh, that's valid because they're like five hours long that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I got them on 4K, so it's on two discs because they're oh, too much. It's shit's better when you have to do two discs for it. Yeah. So I like flipping the vinyl. It's, it's, it's just. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Looking at looking at other stuff. Paul Verhoeven made a movie about a lesbian nun this year, and I think it's pretty good. But Verhoeven kind of specifically makes movies that are aggressive to audiences. So if nobody else likes it, that's not on me for recommending <laughs> it. We're talk we're talking Mr. Robocop. I very funny seeing a a trailer for a movie that's like period piece. A lesbian sees visions of Jesus. And it's like from the director of RoboCop. RoboCop. And and Starship Troopers. <laughs> that rules. Uh, does she have a gun? No. What the fuck? What does she? Does she, I mean, I don't know. They they she has like a wooden idol of the Virgin Mary that does at one point in the movie get carved into a dildo. So take that, yeah. you know, for what it's worth. That's that is that's not uh that's not whole safe. Wood is porous. No. No, but I mean, I don't know. It was the you make do? Yeah, sixteen hundreds or whatever. Yeah, nun girls make do. <laughs> uh, a lot of people read Luca is pretty gay, the new Pixar movie about the fish kid. It's fine. It was a little, uh, yeah, yeah. I wish it came out in theaters. That was my biggest complaint about it. Is that it got kicked to Disney Plus? Yeah, it was a fun movie though. Yeah, it would have been good in theaters. Yeah. It would have been really pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've seen too many movies to sit here and go through them all, even though I've <laughs> gone through as not many as I have. <laughs> this has been a movie podcast. I mean, you invited me back, so it was a little year, a little end of the year treat, a little treat, mm-hmm. a little you, a, treat where we get little, to catch up and talk about of, movies. Yeah, a little bit of movie podcast as a treat. Bit, little a po- little a movie podcast. Yeah, bits 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 and pieces of of gender mixed in there. But a yeah, sprinkle of gender. Yeah, I that's the thing is I I don't have uh, a lot a lot of of gender update to give. It's just yeah, I'm in a better place mentally, which also reflects on like less dysphoria and stuff in general. It's just kind of just kind of chill. I don't have a lot to catch up on. It's just it was not great then, and now I'm 
pretty pretty cool. So you have graduated from the show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I I I liked uh, still being involved with it to edit. You know, I like, I, and I think you know all. The, I'm eternally all, grateful to you for that. Yeah, uh, all I mean, and all, all the episodes you did with Casey, I thought were great. Um, fa- fantastic sort of vibe the two of you struck on, and then. <laughs> A lot of a lot of great interviews with guests. I look forward to the future of them as well. And I don't know, maybe I'll come back again at one point. The most important thing I could do for the show is realize that I was not providing any gender discussion to it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe maybe uh, every now and then I'll just chip in and be like, here's some movie recommendations. 30% of them have to do with gender. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining me. On this show that we started together. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience, audience. <laughs> um, I'll, we will be back. And by we, I mean me behind the mic and Joe behind the screen. Oh, the ones and zeros. The ones and zeros. The, they, the them in the chair. When I, when I do release the secret project, I'll tweet about it. So you, my Twitter is Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, just in case you don't remember that, because I don't blame you if you don't follow me. Because I don't tweet, especially, even more so. More smartness. I wish I could plug it more specifically, but it's a thing I'm very excited about uh, and have worked on for a long time with a lot of great friends, and I'm very proud of what we put together. So, yeah, that'll be out in January. Um, I'm almost done with it, but I'm very excited about it. That's my only plug. Everything else I do is fine. (laughs) Well, until 2022, that's all they themed. That's all they themed. No more thems today. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)